Hello, friends, family, and everyone in between. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Feel Good Podcast. We're still here. I know. After a whole episode, we're still standing. Uh, but I am one of your hosts, Mike Osgood. And I am another one of your hosts, Byron Filler. And today we are going to be chatting with the incomparable, the amazing, the talented, the majestical Katie Champagne, who is a tarot card reader, a Reiki healer, and all around great person. Did you say majestical? I think I said majestical. I meant to say <laughs> magical, majestic, that, whatever. We're making up words. I know. I'd, I'd please make up words. We'll make them up. But Byron, how are you? I am doing, I'm doing okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's been one of those weeks where like nothing bad is, ha- I feel like that's kind of the trend <laughs> of quarantine and like being in such a crazy situation. Like nothing bad has technically happened. And I, it's been one of those weeks where it's like, I'm going with my gut, but my head is just in a perpetual state of internal screaming. Well, I think that ties really nicely to this podcast that we're making. <laughs> yeah, no. What have you done this week to make yourself feel good? Uh, what have I done? I mean, cuddle with kitties. I don't know. It's been a, it has been a quiet week besides like, us recording this episode so it like i have done that that has been good um and i did oh okay at the beginning of the week so i'm transitioning into a new career trying to do web development and teaching myself how to pass apis uh into react a bunch of different stuff uh in like techno jargon whatever yeah yeah uh, i totally know what I, you're talking about i i yeah i did that with a api called chuck norris api <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like i created like a weird thing that is it's just like it generates chuck norris jokes but oh my god that's brilliant we, we must have been demented in the early 2000s because chuck norris jokes are either like one of two extremes they are either completely batshit random and have nothing to do with chuck norris or just the fullest extent of completely offensive i'd never remembered that any of those things it's just it's wild i just remember back in one of my many lives when i used to work at spencer gifts uh when <laughs> times were super slow during the day they had yeah. this chuck norris joke book and then they had the sequel and then they had the threequel of those books and i would just sit there and read them and read them and chuckle and now thinking back at it i'm like yeah those were pretty fucked up weren't they my dad got (laughs) me one as like a a gift that was like it was chuck norris jokes and mr t jokes yes in one book (laughs) yeah it's great uh but mike how are you doing this week what is good with you oh i am good I have been trying to push myself to work out more because when you're stuck inside all day and when you can look outside, but you can't really go outside because your health insurance ran out, uh, (laughs) you need to find some ways to keep yourself busy. So I have been doing a little bit more of staying active. And also the thing that definitely made me feel good this week is that I did get health insurance finally. Yay! So I can go ride my bike and not feel guilty about if I get hit by a car, it's going to cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, I I feel that. 
yeah, I'm just excited to get out on my bike, ride around. We have this great stretch of road uh, called the Great Highway that goes all along Ocean Beach in San Francisco. And you could just ride down, stare at the ocean, and it's no cars on this road. But depending on the time of day, it's very much a game of Frogger of trying to avoid all the different kinds of people and kids and skateboarders and rollerbladers yeah. and unicyclist. So you really have to just pay attention. But if you go like earlier morning, there's not too many people. So you can ride and just soak it up and have the really cold wind blow on your face. And it's something to just live in and feel and I love it. And I can't wait to do those rides again. And that is what really oh, makes me feel good. You know, you gotta do just my, like from a gift from me to you, you just gotta make a dope vaporwave playlist for those mornings. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, I'll make a dope vaporwave playlist and then we'll share it out with all of you. Yes. Uh, but also speaking about sharing, we can't wait to share this interview with Katie Champagne. It was so good. It was so good. We had such a fun time chatting with her. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of stuff about tarot card reading, the, uh, the ins and outs of the mystical world, uh, and, uh, and Reiki healing. We nerded out about Harry Potter a little bit. Yeah, uh, talking about spirit animals to Patronuses <laughs> and everything in between. Uh, this one is going to be definitely different than the first episode, but I have a strong feeling that you guys are going to love it and you're going to love her. So without further ado, here is our interview with Katie Champagne Supernova. Brilliant. That was so good. So sexy. <laughs> so sexy. I, I love it. I love it when a good clap comes I, together. You know? I felt that shit in my bones. I'm going to go like I felt that shit in my bones. I'm going to go donate the marrow so that other people can feel it too. Love that. Uh, that's very uh, great of you. <laughs> yeah. uh, welcome back, everyone. Tuning back in with the perfect timing of post-production. We are here today with the incomparable, amazing, magical, spectacular Katie Champagne. Shady Pan. Well, Shady Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Shady Champagne. Hi. Ka hi, Katie. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? We're doing really good. We can't today. pronounce words today, so we're just going to no. see how this goes. It's oh, only I'm Tuesday, bad. and we're already sinking into the week. I haven't had any alcohol yet, so this will be <laughs> that's great. A, that's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have. No, I haven't either. I haven't either. Not yet. Good on you. Uh, yes, good on yesterday you. was margarita day, so I failed this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> this challenge you didn't know about. Or it was, inter or it was international. Our, our, here's a question. Are holidays... Um, when they're just these arbitrary holidays, are they international or is it just like shit we made up here in the States? I don't know. That's a great question. I feel um, like it's made up in America. Right? Yeah, it has to be. Like only, only Ameri Americans would, 
would do something like like cat day dog day like i you know clean your beanie day like i feel like you every can't forget <laughs> cleaner beanie day no you can't, can't. I, I there's a def- holiday for it Wait. i don't know when it is but yeah. is, that, is that a legit holiday no, I'm just me. Ma- I'm making shit up right. because I'm an American. I thought you were serious, and I was I like, yeah. "Who God cares damn. about Christmas?" Clean <laughs> your beanies. This is a PSA I really... on the Feel Good podcast. <laughs> I don't really for, don't forget to add Downey. Uh, Katie, <laughs> how the hell are you? How's life? Uh, life is good. I'm doing really good. Just you know dealing with quarantine covid life and uh yeah doing good that, what about I, you i i am good uh i good. am over here just got done working out because i am also stuck in quarantine bonanza up in the bay <laughs> area and mm. i have way too much energy to just be sitting still so this is aries flex aries flex enough about me enough about Byron or Brian, whatever we want to call him today. Brian. Exactly. Brian Champagne. You can call me. Yeah, you can call me Brian Champagne. <laughs> That's going to be. That's going to be my porn star name. That's going to be your <laughs> new porn star name. Yes. Love uh, that for you. Before we start talking about all the great things that are Katie Champagne, uh, we would like to take a moment real quick. Before we start talking about all the good, we need to acknowledge the bad. So this is our segment that we like to call our moment of bad, where we acknowledge just a couple of things. We give it 60 seconds and just flush out whatever is bothering us one at a time, give it its moment, and then let it go. So let's let the moment begin. My first bad of the week are allergies. It's been cold. It's been hot. My nose doesn't know what to do. Be gone. Be gone. Uh, Katie, do you have one? Yeah. uh, I don't want to file my taxes. I'm stressing out about that because this year was like so weird. I'm like, God, I don't want to do it. But I know I also want the return. So it's like it'll be worth it. But I'm going to have to make calls and shit. So Mm. not interested in that. Be gone. Big gown. <laughs> uh, mine is Daft Punk is retiring. Ugh. I know. Yeah, that's bad. I yeah. mean, I don't want to. I don't want to say be gone. <laughs> come back, come back, <laughs> baby, come back. Uh, my other bad is Ted Cruz. I uh, just don't want to even say anymore. I just, I'm just gonna that's be it. gone him. Be gone. Be gone. I like doing Big that. Be gone. <laughs> um, my other bad is that I need a car. I want a car, and I'm not sure how to make that happen at the moment. That's my other bad. Katie, I used to sell cars. Let's talk. Let's talk. Oh, my Let's God. Let's talk, So, girl. okay, you okay. don't be gone. Just the anxiety about car. Be gone. Be gone. All right. Uh, mine, I actually also had Ted Cruz. I'm going to go with Ted Cruz. <laughs> I think it needs to be stated once more. Big out. Big out. Big out. All right. My, my last one uh, is group text. Uh, more more of the group text that you cannot leave because certain family members are on Androids. Not you, Byron. Uh, but <laughs> family members that start group text with like 70 other people and they just pour in and pour in and pour in and you can't leave be gone be gone be gone i agree with be that gone. one for sure that one sucks yeah. my other one is um 
overbooking myself socially. I do this all the time where it's like I have decided that each day of the week I have four social obligations and it's like it happens by mistake. I'm just like, oh, like, I'm yeah, I'm free tomorrow. And like, yeah, I'm free Friday and I'm free Saturday. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, you're not. You have something planned every single day now for the rest of your life. So congratulations. Be gone. Be gone. <laughs> oh, man. This is way over 60 seconds. I'm just going to give it time. the last one. Uh, the last one is the price of Legos is too damn high. That That's is too damn the high. fucking truth. Yeah. And be yeah. gone with those. Be things. gone. Be gone. Katie, <laughs> for those who do not know of your greatness, we need to tell everybody about you and all the goodness that you do because based off just your website alone, you're fantastic. You got tarot card reading, you got Reiki healing, you got mystical powers with astrology. <laughs> you're a writer and you're a dancer. Is there anything you do not do? You know, I don't think so. No, <laughs> uh, no. But thank you for saying that. You know, I feel like when I was younger, I felt like I could didn't do anything. You know, I was like, I have no talents. But as I got older, I just feel like I started to realize that was bullshit. And you know, you find your little your little niche, your little niche areas, and it all comes together. You know. Was there a moment that had this kind of Katie Champagne origin moment? Uh, you just notice that I'm not doing anything. I could be doing something. Yeah, I feel like when I first moved to LA, it was like <laughs> I moved here kind of vaguely like comedy question mark. Like, I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, I got here and I was like really struggling with money and life and trying to just like make ends meet. I shared an apartment, a one bedroom apartment with <laughs> Byron's fiance, Marissa and uh, one of my best friends. And it was just like insanity. Um, and I was totally lost at that time. I think I was like 23. I was, I was just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm good at anymore. Like I wasn't using my college degree. Like it was just like, who am I? And who then, uses their college degree? Yeah. I was going to yeah, say, who is does anyone, that? I, I was going to say, if if you are using your college degree, please let us know. We are really curious how you're a functional person. Yeah, please leave it in the comments. Let us know what your job is, what your degree is in, and how often you use Excel. Literally. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah. So, it was kind of one of those things where it was just, like, really lost. And then, um, I guess, I, I've always read tarot cards. And then when I moved to L.A., I was like oh, there's a bunch of like weirdo spiritual people out here. And I feel like when I first started to work at my old job, like I met a lot of people who I felt like for the first time ever, other than honestly, like Marissa and, and Kelly, like my other roommate, like I felt like I was starting to meet people who really like saw me, like they got me. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not just like a weirdo outcast. Like there are people who, who are like me. And I feel like that was when I started to like dig in more into like crystals and astrology and like all the spiritual stuff. And I would say it was probably like two, a little over two, maybe almost like three years ago. Yeah. Almost three years ago. I was doing a tarot reading for this like guy that I was hanging out with. <laughs> he was like, uh, that guy. Yeah. That, that guy. guy, that, that he, asshole. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck? Like you should do this. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you should read, you should get paid to read tarot. And I was like, that's not a thing I could do. And he was just like, 
no, you definitely could. Like, you're very good at it. And I was like, what? Male validation? <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> so, so I started to, uh, like, seriously consider it kind of, like, vaguely. Like, I was like, maybe. I don't know. Um, and then I had this moment of being like, bro, you've literally been reading tarot cards since you were 14. And mm-hmm. you've been doing this for, like, almost half your life. Like, why would you not think that you could do this on a professional level? And it's like... I've always felt like called to help people and just be, you know, like funny and and make people feel good about life and themselves and whatever. And tarot is like such a fun way to do that because you can really explore like a person's situation and what they're going through and help them to kind of like see what options they have. So they maybe don't feel so hopeless or lost. So I started to think about it and I was like, I should do this. So I guess, yeah, like almost three years ago was when I kind of had that moment of realizing that I could like make it into a legitimate thing. Um, and I've slowly been like getting it, you know, together and kind of making it an actual reality. Um, and then this year I feel like with quarantine, it was just kind of like, okay, well I (laughs) do not want to do retail ever again. Like I'm pretty much done with that. And, uh, I don't know what to do. And everything just kept pointing me towards just like taking, you know, what I've learned from Reiki and Tarot and just making it my career and I was like totally scared and like how am I gonna do that you know but like I've been in a situation this year where I've been unemployed for it'll be a year March 15th I've had a lot of time to just be like know what I don't want to do and I know how I want to feel is closer to like how I'm feeling doing this work and after I do a reading I feel so good I'm literally like yay I helped someone you know like that's such a good feeling yeah and so yeah I guess that's kind of where that all came from we i was gonna say because we wanted to like dive a little deeper into like talking about tarot and astrology because when i hear about tarot or uh, astrology it's like two camps it's either people who just think it's total bullshit or people who just like completely blindly believe it Mm -hmm. but all the time that i've known you you've probably been i think the most realistic person about where where the line is in the you know like being able to say yes i believe in this but it's not like the complete solution i was wondering if you could speak a little bit more to that about where where you think that line is for you yeah um i feel like i know what it's like to be on the side of things where you're maybe more like eh, this is bullshit or like having more like cynicism about stuff and and also just like needing proof about things like I understand feeling that way and I think I've always tried to like ride the line between like seeing how magical like I have had so many magical moments in my life where things just like in an unexplained way completely fell into place and I would just be like that's the universe you know like I knew that it was like something beyond me but I also feel like I've always wanted to have space for people to believe whatever they believe and feel whatever they feel. And I think sometimes with this sort of like spiritual stuff, it can get kind of like shoved down people's throats or like, you know, if you don't like, like almost like mocking or sort of condescending for people who don't believe in that stuff. And I've always felt like one of my favorite things to do is like to kind of see people slowly start to like believe in something more magical or maybe a little bit more mystical. So I take a lot of joy in like letting people be who they are and finding spirituality Mm -hmm. in their own terms. Cause I think 
a lot of times people try to define that for you. And I think it's so different for everyone. Like I was just talking to my brother. He's going through like a hard time right now. And I said, hey, I know you're not super spiritual, but like when do you feel like the most connected or like at peace? And he was like, oh, like when I'm in nature, I was like, okay, so go, go to nature. Like Mm -hmm. just realizing that for everyone, it's going to be slightly different and trusting that people will find it when they're meant to. I think part of it is also like, I believe so much in the mystical world that I don't feel like I need to convince people because I feel like people will find it like on their own when, when it's the right time, if it's the right time. Well, especially if they're just coming to you naturally, you don't have to fight it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and I also think like I like speaking more to like kind of writing the line too. I try to be realistic about it in general because I think if you can take reality and science and like all that stuff and combine it with a more kind of magical or mystical perspective, it can be really beautiful and And also you don't lose yourself in like, you know, tomorrow, like I'm just, all I'm going to do all day is just think about the thing I want and then it's going to come to me. Like people who get caught up in that stuff, like the really kind of, I don't know, like deep side of spirituality. Sometimes I feel like they lose touch with like how to actually get what you want and how to actually be, you know, functioning in the world. Like you still have to do work. You still Mm -hmm. have to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like, I think I, I find that having like somewhat of a balance helps me to, to just actually get things, get things done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also with that, we really want to just understand for you, because there has to be a tremendous amount of pressure for you to really be level headed and balanced in what you feel and what you believe so that you're not really misrepresenting or misconstruing anything that you're reading or you're giving these people. How do you cope with that pressure? It's really weird. And like, this is where you're going to get into like, definitely the more mystical side of my beliefs. But like, I don't feel pressure because I genuinely believe that like, I'm just reading what's being sent to me from their guides or from the universe. Like, I don't feel like it's me having to like, and I can tell you right now, 100%, like, when my ego's involved in my readings, like when I want them to turn out, like, or when I really want to prove myself as a reader, they don't go well. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I mm. let go, as soon as I'm like, you know what, this isn't about me. I, and I, you know what, I went to this psychic and she told me like how she gets into her heart chakra, like her heart space and does her psychic readings. And she's incredible, by the way. She told me, she, she says to herself, I am nothing. Like I am a vessel. And when she does that, she's able to like, I mean, the most insane reading I've ever had in my life by this woman and like new things that I was like, how do you know that? To the point where I was like, it shocked and everyone that I know who's ever gone to her. So I really took her advice to heart and I realized that it's really true. Like if my ego's involved and I'm trying to do a really good job and I'm trying to prove myself, it's, it's off. But when I let go and I just really trust that like I'm reading for this person, what they need to hear from the universe or however you want to look at it from source, from whatever, then it just flows out of me. It's kind of, it's kind of freaky. (laughs) I I feel like I do understand that from the other side of not, I mean, I've never given a reading or done a a charter been a claim to be a a a psychic of any kind Mm. but i understand that sensation of like you have you've let you've had a moment of letting go something happens that you just don't quite understand 
or can explain and it's just serendipitous totally and you kind of you have the choice of like do i just embrace this Mm -hmm. and let it overcome me or do i move on and just ignore it Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. do you, I, I guess, like, do you have, do you have those moments where, like, those judgment calls of, like, what to, what to pick and choose? I feel like if I'm really in a space of trusting the, like, that I, that whatever is coming through is meant to come through, then I just let it wash over me. And it's, it's yeah. honestly, like, a it kind of feels like. It's crazy. Like, I have had plenty of moments, especially as I've, like, become more attuned, like, with Reiki and stuff like that, where I'm like, okay, am I actually, like, am I actually, like, a medium now, too? Like, am I tapping into this other world for real and it actually exists? Because there's a big part of me, obviously, that's always kind of been like, I wish that it was real, but I don't know if it is. But now I feel like I really believe so it's, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I have to make too many judgment calls. I feel like it's just like whatever's being presented to me is what I deliver to, to the people who I'm reading. And especially with Reiki, which is like a totally different thing. And that's really shown me, like, I think Reiki has helped my tarot so much because Reiki is so much more about like, um, like connecting with someone's spirit. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with like me giving advice or, or showing what's on the table. I will be like, how do I know that this person is having throat chakra issues, but I can feel it. Like I know that they need to work mm. on speaking their truth or I know that like they just went through a heartbreak and they need some healing in the heart space. Or I know, you know what I mean? Like it literally yeah. is like, I just know where to go and what to heal. It, it's, it really is magical. And then that has helped me with, with tarot because I feel like apply the same type of principle, which is let just like whatever this person needs right now, I'm going to like give to them without, without judgment, without me judging like what it means or what it is or why I'm saying it. Speaking of Reiki, for someone who just learned about this last week, uh, can you please educate me on what is Reiki and all the healing properties I can do? Yes, I would love to do that. So Reiki, it's so funny because like that's the thing that I feel like is the most difficult about getting Reiki clients is that it's like, so sort of like, what is that energy healing? What is that? You know? Um, and like, is it real? And what does it mean? And I think it's starting to become more like, you know, like hospitals will offer it and stuff, which is really cool. It's starting to be taken more seriously in Western society, which always helps, but it is, it's basically, it's not even that the, the crazy thing about Reiki is, is a lot of people would assume it's like an ancient practice, but it's actually uh, came about in like the 1920s. And the belief what this man, uh, Yusui, he went, he was a Japanese man. He went on a search to find what he believed was like some Sanskrit tablets that would basically tell him that this healing that he believed existed had existed forever for years and years. And he like found them. Basically, he found all this research that showed that like, you know, basically dug up all these, I don't know not tablets, but like, you know, scrolls and stuff, um, and was able to discover that there is a form of energy healing. And he created attunements, which is a way to open up to the power of healing. And technically anybody can do this. That's interested. It's not like, a you have to have like a calling or something. It's like anyone could, could Reiki heal. It's called Reiki because, uh, Reiki means a universal life force. 
So it's literally like you take the universal life force energy that he believed just exists naturally. It doesn't have anything to do with the person who's who's doing the Reiki. It's that they open themselves to channel the energy that exists in the universe. Mm -hmm. And that energy naturally heals people in the areas that they need to be healed. If you, and it also helps for like physical pain in the body. Like if your knees are bad or like if you, you know, just went through like some kind of surgery, it helps to like uh, quicken the healing process. And the reason uh, why I believe in it is because I had my first Reiki session like maybe four years ago now. And I felt an immediately like a significant change in my life. Mm. And I can't even really explain like exactly like what it was or like how it happened when she was healing me I felt all this crazy stuff you don't really do that much physical touching it's more so like you kind of like lay your hands like near the person on like the energy centers or the chakras so the reason they use the chakra system as well is because it's like believed to be like where people store their energy for all the different areas of life right and so if you kind of channel uh, healing energy into those areas, you help with all the specific things that are going on in each area. But when it was happening to me, like there was all these, I had a lot of weird sensations. Like at one point I thought that um, the practitioner was like pushing, like touching me, like pushing on me. So I opened my eyes and she wasn't like, it was just, there was some force beyond both of us that was like, I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. Like all this stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And so, I was like, there's really so something cool. going on here. After the session, like I noticed like it was almost like I was feeling really stuck before. And, you know, one could argue that it was mental. But like I feel genuinely that like I wasn't even thinking about it. But I look back and I can see that like things really started to change after I had that session. And that's what inspired me to learn Reiki was because I was like, if I can give that to somebody else, that would be really cool. So breaking down more of like the process what you would do is you would like come into the room and ideally it's kind of like a massage therapist room you know it's like quiet and like maybe some music playing you lay down on like the table or the bed or whatever and then um, all you have to do is just like close your eyes take some deep breaths like I like to do intention setting so like what do you want to focus on for this session and like you know what are you trying to accomplish right now in life and how are you feeling like get to know kind of what's going on and then I basically will just use crystals. I'll use my sound bowl. I basically scan the body. And then I do all the chakras, starting with the crown and all the way to the root. Whenever I feel like area needs more energy, I spend a little bit more time there. I just kind of channel it as to... It's almost like tuning, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then basically, like, when I'm doing that, I'm consciously making the decision and telling the person, like, I don't want to put too much energy in. I want it to be, like, the right amount. I don't want to overactivate your chakra because that can happen, too. So kind of trying to just, like, give them the right amount and trusting that that's what they're meant to have. So you never want to, like, overwhelm the client with, like, too much energy. So it's it's just really, like, trusting again. Ever since I got um, my second attunement and then like my last attunement, I'm getting in August and I'll be a master. I'll be Reiki master, which is really exciting. Impressive. Um, Yay. Yeah, thanks. But during uh, during my second attunement or after that, when I have Reiki sessions, like I hear from family members sometimes, from ancestors, from spirit guides. And that's crazy. Like fully, I'll be like, I just that was their grandma telling me that 
they are watching over them. Like weird shit like that where I'm like, no, it's quite, it, no, it's it, like, it sounds quite nuts, but like, I, I know where you're coming from. Cause I have, I have experienced those kinds of incidences myself and you're especially when you don't know how to translate it it's mm-hmm. a little you feel a little out of place totally because you don't know what just happened yeah totally and i think like we're taught as as a culture we're taught about something called clairvoyance which is like seeing ghosts and seeing things but there's a lot of different forms of psychic ability and i fall more into clairsentience which is feeling I a lot of times will f- this and this is really hard to to explain to people, but like I don't really hear like someone's grandpa being like, tell them I love them, but I feel them wanting me to say that. So that's like a weird thing that when it because it's always happened to me, but I never really understood it until I learned about clairsentience. And then I was like, oh, that's what I do, where it's like I almost translate a feeling into words. OK. Yeah. 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 There's because there's like um, clairsentience, clairaudience, clairvoyance. Yeah. yeah. That's it's it, it's interesting because it's like trying to figure out how to translate like an intention, a feeling, a vibration yeah. that's like so vague, and then it you un kind of unscramble it. Yeah. The craziest thing I used to be really afraid to say anything. Like I was like, I'm not gonna tell them that because it seems fake. But what I've noticed is like. Like I did a distant Reiki session for a friend like a few months ago and I just decided to tell her, I was like, okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm picking up on like a grandparent, like a grandmother and I'm picking up on like Southern vibes and I'm also something about lemonade or lemons. And she started to sob because she was the, at one point when I was doing the Reiki session, she was feeling her grandma and her grandma was like this old Southern like black woman who like always made lemonade. And so it was like clearly real. Like I clearly really picked up on her energy and she wanted me to tell her that she was like one of her guides or one of her sort of guardian angels. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was like, how could I make that up? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, no, that if it, and that's the crazy coincidence is there's not a lot. There's not a logical or good explanation for it but if you're open to it and it's kind of just what what it is and it's just like i think like what you were saying at the beginning like that's why spirituality that's why all these things are so deeply personal because it shouldn't be something that you have to justify to someone else totally i have yeah i have two questions for you one How does one do a Reiki session in 2021 when everybody is stuck in their homes? And number two, is there a Reiki healing that can somehow mitigate my allergies? Ooh, well, I feel like we could definitely do Reiki healing to help with your allergies. That's a thing we can definitely work on. But um, the way so when it's what's crazy is when we when I first took Reiki, I was like, we learned about distant healing and I was like, I'm never going to need that. Like, like, <laughs> and then I realized like, you know, I could like give my, my mom lives in New York. So it's like, Oh, I could give my mom Reiki healing that way. Like whatever. But turns out 2021 is the year and 2020 is the year of distant everything. So yes. 
we actually learn how to do distant healing. The belief is you don't have to be in the room with the person. You basically just have to be open to channeling their energy. When you channel them in, like you can either use your own body sort of as a vessel or you can use like, I know some people who use like little dolls or like stuffed animals as sort of like, it's kind of like a voodoo doll sort of, but not in a bad way. Just like, <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> you use that as like the vessel for for the Reiki healing and it works. I mean, I've even had a, I've had a few distant sessions from my friend who does Reiki for me and it feels exactly the same, which is bizarre. Um, I prefer doing it in person cause I'm just such an in-person person. Mm-hmm. Like I just like to be yeah. with people, yeah. but, um, it works. It still does the same type of healing. Is distance not a thing when it comes to channeling energy? Basically it's not. I mean, if you think about, <laughs> If you think about it as like, again, like kind of that, like what I was saying about like tuning into like channels, like it's almost like radio stations. And if somebody like opens themselves, like opens up, turns on their radio and I can like channel their station, it really doesn't matter if they're in the same room with me or not. It's just about being able to access their energy. So it's as simple. It is literally as simple as like two people just being tuned into the same channel at the same time. And then distance is just... it's as if you're in the same room. Totally. Yeah. Because you're on the same frequency. Totally. We also do this thing called Reiki balls, which is like if someone needs this, this is cool because this is like. I've done this before. Yeah. It's so cool. It's no, no, no. It's so cool. So this is like when you first learn how to do Reiki and like you can do this. And I like, you know, if someone's going through something, I'll send them a Reiki ball. So basically you kind of like rub your hands together and you create like the friction and the energy. And then you... (laughs) You can almost like feel the the energy when you're really tuned into it. You can feel that there's like a ball of energy there. And we have some secret symbols I won't show you now that we use. It's <laughs> a podcast. Kind of you can show it's, it's a podcast. You can show us and no one's ever going to. True. But uh, you too. Um, but yes. <laughs> so you, you basically um, create the ball and then you send it like, you know, through the ethers, whatever, to the person. Say like, hey, I sent you some Reiki energy. But it's crazy because this is the other thing where I was tripped out. It's like when I throw the ball and I give it away, it's like I can see my one of my guides taking it to like across this like astral bridge. I know this sounds crazy. And uh, like <laughs> a lot this. of times, just, a lot of times. imagining be... Thor like running with like this energy football exactly. across the Bifrost and just, yeah, here's your energy. It could, it could be <laughs> Thor. You know what's crazy? When I was doing uh, my boyfriend's Reiki like a couple months ago, I was like, okay, I'm feeling like a lot of Norse God energy going on here. Like I'm feeling like Loki like energy for you right now. So you know what? It could easily be Thor as is doing that. A lot of people don't know like who their guides or spirit guides are. So a lot of times like an animal will show up as like representing their spirit guides. So it'll be like a bunny or a lion or, and it's that's, so that's weird. It's like a Patronus. Mm-hmm. It's like a Patronus. Honestly, Everyone's got a Patronus. It's so true. Everyone has one. Um, so that's pretty cool. Have you guys done your Patronus thing on Pottermore? Yes. What are you? Is, wait, is there the, You've a never thing? done yeah. it? Oh, I know uh, exactly what you are doing. We are going to throw that into the, uh, into we're, the outro. we're gonna we're gonna do this yeah into the outro i'm gonna figure out what my uh what my patronus katie, is. katie what's your patronus my patronus is a dog so is mine no way yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's, a, mine's a husky 
Mine was a little. I think mine just said dog. Um, I got. I got. <laughs> I don't think it gave me a special dog. I radiate husky energy. I guess. I see that for you. Yeah. Do they do they sort you into your house as well? Yeah, Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Okay. Katie and I are one in the same. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I I feel like I would. I've never officially done this, but I know that I would be in Gryffindor as well. I feel like it's such like, especially as a Harry Potter fan, it always feels like such a pretentious thing when you're like, no, I am. Yes, I know. I I know because I'm like, no, I'm not just like a little bit of a fan, like. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not just, just like, saying that's the only this. one I know. Like, I am a fucking Gryffindor through and through. I'm brave and courageous. Yes. I bleed like, red and gold. I, I actually, I have my Gryffindor boxers on right now. No joke. So I love that. And that was one of the that was. was one of Mike's ranking <laughs> signs. If anyone wanted to know. Oh my god! I want to say one last thing because I was gonna actually say this before, and it's about Reiki. And it's about spirituality and it's about Harry Potter. So the last thing I want to say is whenever I start to doubt myself about this stuff, that seems insane, such as I am talking to dead grandparents or I see animals in people's subconscious. I think about the quote in the seventh book when Harry is like, is this real or is this happening inside my head? And Dumbledore says, of course it's happening inside of your head, Harry, but why on earth should that mean it's not real? Ooh. That's Ugh. that's what I always think of, and it it makes me feel comforted, you know. Like, yeah. who's to say that if it's happening in your head, it's not real? That is so deep. Uh, well, as we're as we're getting closer to the end here, Katie, we were wondering if you would be up to do a quick tarot reading with us, maybe yeah. like a one or two card poll. We are interested to know because okay. Mike and I are so excited, but we would like to know. Where's this podcast yeah, going? Like, where is the podcast? I've had going? personal reads over the years, like I have two in my entire life. One when okay. Alexia and I first got together, and then another one which was like some random one at a mini golf course, and that one didn't really fit. So like, I'm I'm huh. so interested in seeing how this goes. I had I had like ama- amazingly my like my because of my sister and my mom, but I have like never, because they're into all of this as well, but I have never had any kind of, oh no, I ha- I'm lying. I have had a reading from Kendra, but I don't remember what, like, what happened? it was, it was really nice. Um, the <laughs> only reading that like stands out to me that I remember was in college, but like she was really drunk and slurred through all of the, uh, the, cards. the interpretations, all of mm-hmm. the cards. What I want us to do is take a couple deep breaths and get focused on on the question you had, which was, where is this podcast going to go? What's going to happen in the future with... Let's, let's get into the microphone, adventure. Byron, and just... <laughs> I felt nice. That felt nice. Tingles. I, that felt Tingles. good. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure everyone's ears feel really good now. <laughs> That's a magical oh, power no. of editing. All right. We're, we're so sorry. I'm going to pull. I pulled three cards. It just happened. It's just what came to me. So, okay. This is this is good. This is good Ooh. news. So, you've got, first you've got the Ace of Pentacles. Um, pentacles are about sort of like material wealth and uh, like can be about money. It's about abundance. So, like, you know, it, it. let's just say I feel like this is about money. Um, 
or sort of like financial success. This is this is a very positive card. This is the ace is sort of like the divine intervention of like getting what you want and sort of like following, trusting your instincts and um, it will pay off like financially. That's kind of what's that being said, we're we're accepting sponsors. So if you want to sponsor the Feel Good podcast, <laughs> please feel free. Uh, please and do. also please like and subscribe. According to this reading, they will be very successful. So you should get yep. in on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's definitely an energy here of like financial success, which is really great. Um, maybe being able to make some coin off of this podcast, which is like, you know, a really great, a great uh what is the word like bonus of of doing something that's already really beautiful and fun right exactly mm-hmm. um the second card i pulled was the king of wands to me this is about king of wands is like he knows that he can kind of create like the life that he wants he's very in control he has a sense of like wisdom and sort of wields his wand carefully if that makes sense so think this is about Mm. making sure that you're being really wise in your decision making and really trusting yourself and your intuition not letting like outside or external influences affect how you two are feeling because I think sometimes you know family and friends and people can kind of get into your head maybe or just making sure that you two are the ones that are really manning the ship if that makes sense I think I think also for like the both of us making a podcast like this it is about the good things that people do and being conscientious about how inclusive we are with our audience and our guests and yeah that like it resonates with me so that being said we should absolutely not read the comments uh for all of these podcasts (laughs) so that we don't have any outside (laughs) influence no, yeah. yeah, you just turn the comments <laughs> yes. off. People love when people yeah. do that. And then yeah. and then the last card that you got was the Queen of Pentacles. So, okay, so you just got a king card, More right? Pentacles pentacles. For days. More pentacles. So again, pentacles for days and higher up pentacles, which is a good it's like basically like you're on the higher end of like the energy, the the physical manifestation of like your goals or whatever. But the Queen yeah. Queen of Pentacles is like So with the king, you have more of the like pragmatic sort of the more masculine energy. So like the more uh, like putting to putting to paper, realistic kind of thing with the queen, uh, queen of pentacles. You have this energy that's very like more about the intuitive and the the spiritual aspects of the pentacle. So I think, again, I feel like this really just calls for a lot of faith and trust and just like enjoying what you're doing and feeling really good about it and knowing that like you put the work in and you show the universe that you're doing something that is not only good for you but good for others which this definitely is you know um it will start to pay off and I think having patience and just trusting um is really what's called for here but all signs point to success and Good luck, good energy. That's what I'm feeling here with this. On the Feel Good podcast, that is absolutely what is important to us is that we are recognizing it and appreciating all of the success and the love. Recognition totally. and also just putting it out there as well. Taking it, yeah. taking it yeah. and returning it. Exactly. I think this uh, is like such a good concept and the name is perfect. <laughs> it like works so well. And I just, I feel even just like on a personal level, I feel really good about it. It just seems like the right thing. And I'm really happy for you guys. I'm proud of Aww. you guys. And I am like, I'm Thank so you, excited Katie. to see 
see where it goes speaking yeah. of which and things that we are very excited for you about do you want to talk to us about your future good your future what is yeah. going on for your future you know what things are feeling really good for the first time in my entire yes, life queen. about my future so let's just yeah it feels incredible like for the first time literally ever i feel like i can see sort of the potential in the air it's like it's I have to have patience right now and trust that things are going to come through, but I feel really good. So obviously my website just went out. Thank you so much, Byron, for that. Um, of course. What's your website? <laughs> um, my website is called champinesupernova.com and it is my tarot and Reiki um, and eventually maybe some other things too. But for now, that's where you can book appointments with me to do readings and Reiki sessions. And that's really exciting. And it's like, it's so professional and I feel so like I'm that bitch. <laughs> like I feel very like I'm <laughs> that bitch. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is I'm working on a podcast with one of my best friends, Danielle. We are going to be talking about uh, romantic movies. And the podcast is called Will They, Won't They? A podcast for the hopeless and the romantics. Ooh, yes. Um, yeah. So it's it's really fun. Like we've we're kind of back recording some episodes right now. And it's just like fun and similar to how you guys are, are kind of going about it. Just like thinking like, what is something that's just going to make people like laugh and feel like an hour of like no stress. And we were like, let's talk about these movies that have ruined our lives. That'll be fun. I mean, if you need two 30 something year old heterosexual white male uh, <laughs> on these romantic comedies or anything, Yes. We are we're we're open, there. we're available, and also just I love full that. confession, romantic comedies are my jam. They're love the best. Them. That I, adrenaline, the adrenaline. It's just like... Oh, yeah. I get, like, high off of them. I oh, know. About, about Time is in, like, my top ten uh, movies. I know. You guys love that movie. It's so it's cute. It's so <laughs> good. It's just... Is that the no, one that they... No, I'm not... The guy has to hide in, like, a dark spot, and he goes back in time? No, mm -hmm. so it's uh yeah. oh yeah no he yes it is yeah, okay. yeah <laughs> no, it is sorry I was yes, guy the second no the second that I heard about like guy has to hide in a dark spot I was like hide in a dark spot what and no this is sounding a lot more like that movie I know <laughs> no 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 but I know what you mean it's like that's like a that's not what the movie's about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't have to just hide in dark spots the whole time. But yeah, it's like, yeah, he goes back in time to Rachel McAdams. Is that who it is? Yes. Ben McAdams or McAdams? McAdams? I don't know. Please, McAdams. Please tweet and message us what you actually believe the pronunciation is because we're going <laughs> to... This is the debate of 2021 now. McAdams Mac or, or Mac Adams? <laughs> Mac Adams. I want somebody to go to McDonald's and order a Mac Adams. <laughs> oh my God. Love that. Katie Champagne. Uh, we love you. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank uh, you. Where can people find you, more of you and your beautiful self on the internet, in the world? You can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at champagne supernova which is s-h-a-m-p-i-n-e supernova and that's mostly where i'm doing things and then also on my website which is champagne supernova.com anyway here's wonderwall 
So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with thank us. Thank you. Much thank love. You so and much. I can't wait for us to ha- have such a blossoming Aries friendship. Yeah, same. Yay. <laughs> That was amazing. I just got, I got like all of the tingles from that interview. Were you feeling the Reiki ball that she threw into the air and did it just like fall into your lap? Yeah, it literally, but it like stuck its tongue out at me. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) But no, that was, that was a blast. Yeah, Uh, no, it really was. She is such a kind hearted, such a positive person and it's infectious. And I, I really hope that you guys check out her website at Champagne Supernova. Once again, S-H-A-M-P-I-N-E supernova.com to learn all about her services and all the good things that she does. And also don't forget to check out her podcast, Will They, Won't They? If you want to figure out when the podcast is coming out or you just want to follow her on social media, she's on TikTok, she's on Instagram, at Champagne Supernova, um, and she's just lovely. She is lovely, but you want to know what else is lovely? And what I think the listeners want to know, what is your Patronus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had some homework to do after this I did have some homework to do. So I, uh, well, I went to Pottermore. Uh, First thing I did before I, I got sorted, Gryffindor, Duh. Of course. Like, we all yes. we all we are, already are, knew this. We um, we are Ron and Harry for sure. We can oh, discuss who absolutely. is who, but yeah. I mean, I have the glasses, uh, and I can totally carve the scar in my head if we need to. I I lack the gingerness and the siblings, yeah. but I, I could definitely be a goofy Ron. I feel like I can harness I that. I mean, energy. I see I see Ron vibes with you. I mean, you've already got husky vibes, so you're I halfway do. there. I do. But tell uh, the people what your Patronus is. We so want to know. This was interesting. I didn't expect it, but it also makes sense to me. I'm a buzzard. A buzzard? Yeah. Like, like a... A vulture type thing like a between a vulture and a hawk okay okay does make sense but it was also a bit of a like huh yeah i'm a bird and a and a bird of prey at at that i'm just interpreting it as like being a a protective uh nurturing person that those aspects of it whereas mine our good friend wes can contest to um i got my wild dog energy and sometimes when i come into the room i'm just like (laughs) patronuses are the new zodiac they are they really are (laughs) Uh, but it it's it's definitely the millennials zodiac but i thank you everybody for listening to another exciting edition of the feel good podcast remember you can find us on the socials at feel good pod that's f-i-l-l-g-o-o-d pod uh, you can also listen to us and rate us on wherever you're listening to podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, on Google Podcast, on uh, Feel Good Podcasts. I don't know. <laughs> A bit of everywhere. Uh, our email, if you have input, you have requests, you want to ask us a question, you want to tell us 
your stories about things that made you feel good, things that you did that made others feel good or just good you're putting out into the world. We are feelgoodpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and we would love to hear from you. Exactly. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for listening. And we hope you stay tuned for our next episode where we have another guest where we ask them what makes them feel good and what's the good that they put out in the world. And once again, I'm Mike Osgood. I am Byron Filler, and we're going to catch you on the flippity flop. Catch you on the flippity flops. Ta ta. Farewell. Ta-ta. <laughs>